Hi, Ravens. It's your editor-in-chief, Puppet Master N. And I just wanted to jump in and thank you for your patience. If you haven't noticed, over the last month or so, we have not been entirely consistent with our content both on the website and here at the podcast. And that's just due to a lot of our team um, managing a lot of stress right now, whether it's being sick with COVID or having family issues or moving or having to find new jobs. It's been quite the year so far. All of your messages of support and all of you who have reached out, um, it has meant the world to us and it's helped us to keep going. So thank you. All right, without further ado, here is our 50th episode of the Game Raven Review Podcast. Enjoy. Welcome to the Game Raven Review Podcast. I am your host, Sam, and I am joined as I am every week with some very talented individuals as we discuss the game, as we discuss the world of indie games. It's been a while. Happy 2022 to everyone out there listening, and happy episode 50. And again, in episode 50, we're going to be discussing, again, the first quarter of games, a.k.a. 20. 22 winter preview of the games we are looking forward to. Um, but before we get into any of that, let me introduce who I have with me this week. First, I'll start with Taz. Taz, how are you? Hello, I'm good. I'm hungry, but I am good. I'm good. I am also hungry for these games. Heyo. Heyo. <laughs> <laughs> and the voice you just heard is our Captain Puppet. How are you? I am good, Sam. I am back from being very, very, very sick, but I have survived and I'm here. She is a survivor. She will not give up, just like Destiny Child told her to do. Hmm? And I just want to thank you all for joining me this week. And we'll be right back with what we've been playing. See you there. Back to the game Raven Review podcast with our segment of what we've been playing. It's been a few weeks since you last heard from us. So we have a few games to talk about. Um, I guess I'll start off with my game, which <laughs> I will try my best not to be too negative about. Um, I think the last time we talked about uh, this game, it was called FNAF, a game Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach, which has been out now. The last time I talked about it, the game was a buggy mess. It is now less of a buggy mess, I guess. Um, but the game itself is still broken, in my opinion. Um, so I did play that some, and then I got to a part of like a maze section, and then decided to just put my controller down and walk away, and I haven't come back to the game ever since. 
Um, Security breach to me has three opinions that I think are facts. One of those things being that this, the entire game that I got to play is a different game than the game that it was in 2021 when it was first, no, 2020 when it was first was come out. Opinion two is that that is a completely different game than what we got. There are a number of scenes from the first trailer and just audio lines that just don't happen in the game. Um, and option three is that they forgot to take certain things out of the final product that was a result of the first game because there are moments that your main characters start talking about things. And I'm like, well, I didn't discover that. How does he know that? How does Freddy know that? Freddy has mentioned nothing about kidnappings. So why is that a topic now that we're talking about that doesn't really fit to the narrative that I've been playing? And in my opinion, in the Internet's opinion, is that there are just things that were a part of this game that weren't taken out. And that's why you get certain dialogue choices that are made that are like, oh, yeah, we got to find this bunny person that's been in all the trailers. And I'm like, but I didn't find that bunny person. Like, there's there's nothing that would point towards this bunny person being a threat. They even mentioned him by name in part of the game. And I'm like, I didn't find that person. Like, mm. I didn't find her. You, how do you know this person's name, Freddy, if that's your real name? <laughs> if just, that's your real it, name. If that's your real programming Freddy. Um, there's also part of the game where you have to play a game within the game called Is This a Bug or a Feature? <laughs> where like uh, I was it Autumn? I think I was talking to Autumn and Sarah, you know, Sarah mm-hmm. in her Aww. Discord. And because I think um Autumn wanted to play it, and Autumn mentioned, like, oh yeah, by the way, it, the main game, if you beat it, there's like an extra part of the game you can play. Extra part of the game you can play, however, has permadeath. So again, if you die, you're dead. You gotta start all the way over. <laughs> Funny enough, if you watch Markiplier, you know, you don't know who that man is. He played that and ran into the same problem of being in this game for two hours extra, dies, and now has to start all the way over. <laughs> Which, that's when I really lost faith. I was like, you know, I'm gonna come back to this one day. Just not today, because I would have been upset. Hey, there's a lot of deaths that also happen in that extra part of the game that game logic doesn't make sense to me. Where, again, not even a spoiler, but Freddy can kill you. But Freddy's been my friend the entire time. Freddy has never killed me. Why is all of a sudden that he's killing me now? Mm. That's not a, that wasn't part of this game before six o'clock. Sure, I guess, whatever. Mm. But then you get to the bug or feature where there is an actual place where, hey, if you go back to like this one section you did like three hours ago and pick up this robot's head, and this is not me being facetious, this is actually what you have to do. Pick up this robot's head, keep that in your inventory for the rest of the game, you can now save. Because the game thinks you're trying to do a past action and will reset your timer in the in the game to like before you finish the game. And I'm like, is that on purpose? I don't know. Is that a bug? I don't know. It sounds like an out of the way way of doing things. Because if you just want me to, ha- to go back and do that, there's nothing in the game that would tell me to do that. It would be that I went on Reddit and found people do that. Then I found the videos online and they did it. And it's like, yeah, this is how you can save back six o'clock. And again, I don't know if that's a bug or a feature. So again, the game 
I'm sure a year from now, just like No Man's Sky, that if I play it from a year now and all the bugs are fixed and everything is, you know, working the way it should, I'm sure it's a great game. It's just, I feel like they got a little overambitious. I believe that they needed another month to work on the game to actually get a lot of these bugs fixed. And sadly, they did not do that. And for Mm. me, the experience that I had being frustrated with the game seeing that permadeath thing where I'm just like, yeah, that would make me upset. I decided to walk away from it during my holiday break (laughs) and not playing any other games, but that was the game that I played. So again, one day I probably will love that game, you know, like, Oh man, the lore or whatever. Just as of today, I I'm just kind of frustrated with it. And I think I mentioned like wanting to write something on it. And Mm -hmm. as today, that is, that would not be a positive um, experience for me. Because I would just be complaining about that and give it probably like a five to a six. Because you know your what? game is not great. Um, That is good content, though. Like, if you still want to write something, <laughs> everything you just said, seriously, I think it would be great. I know we kind of debated, like, here at Game Raven, like, we um, focus on really small, small indie games. But, like, with with FNAF's journey... um. And if you just highlight that, like it definitely um, connects to what our mission is and it's, you know, it's content. It's good. Um, And I think people would want to hear that, too. Oh, that is enough from me. Uh, Taz, what have you been playing? Um, I've been playing. I started Biomutant because it. Oh, because I used a uh, because over like the winter by claiming like the free games every day for Epic Games during their holiday thing. Um, you got like a coupon. And so uh, the game was on sale and I used my $10 coupon for it because I was like, what the heck? I've, I've been looking forward to playing this game. And uh, I did hear like how it kind of flopped a little bit. Uh, I wanted to experience it for myself. And I understand why it flopped. It it. It doesn't feel the way it looks, you know, and that's like that's like my biggest thing about games. It's like like if it doesn't feel the way you, you've been like, w- like watching this game for the past like two years, then it, it then it's a huge disappointment, huge bummer. Um, I, like the story, I, I, I like the story. The narrative is pretty cool. There's a weird like narrator, though, like the, it just feels awkward this weird narrator because when you're like talking to NPCs, they'll like say something in their language and then the narrator will kind of just like translate what they said when you could just get rid of the narrator. I feel like you just, just read the captions and then I don't need somebody like hanging over me all the time. Um, and then there's like these weird, like, because I'm doing a uh, an evil playthrough, but like these are just like these evil like pot like good and bad like sprites that are just like like an angel and a demon thing that's like trying to encourage you to go a certain route, uh, and uh, yeah, it, but like it's just it's just if it, it and the game the, the gameplay like I was like ooh it's gonna be like a hack and slash shooter, it's like that, but it, it feels lacking and it's even in like an open world. It's just like there's it just feels awkward and I don't know what to do to fix that or what they could have done to fix it. Um, so it's a huge it's, it's a bummer. It's a bummer. But that's just my opinion. You know, if, if any if you guys wanted to anybody wanted to try out the game for themselves and they actually like it. Great. 
love that. I was just kind of disappointed. I still might cruise. Actually, no, I had I had a bump. I'm like, meh, because there's like events that go on in the towns, but like there's like an overlapping of events that are occurring. So it's like you can't complete certain things because you set this village on fire, but they'll still sell you stuff like it, the, the 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 natural feel of the world is awkward because of those kinds of events of like I literally say your house on fire because of a mission you were there but now you're still selling you didn't even like change it because I know some games they'll like change the NPC or change the um what's it called like the the group that affiliates with this group now they would change like the the traitor they would oh like I'm on your team because you got rid of the villagers here so it wasn't even like that it was just like the same person I'm like okay that's it just the natural world feel is weird anyway that's me ranting on that then over my week off from work i played the witcher the first witcher game i'm playing that um that game's a lot longer than i first anticipated it's like 2007 using a bio bioware engine um by cd project red because, you know, season two, the Witcher's out. Um, I want to complete the Witcher journey this year in 2022. Play the first game, play the second game. Because I've only played the third one. And I've only played third one standard. I have not played the the uh, the DLCs, which I've heard are amazing. Um, so I kind of want to I want to journey through that. I know that the entire gaming Witcher community does not like the first game. And I agree, but I'm just kind of going through it because I want to get full context of like all the characters through the third game, you know, because, you know, it's different than the books or the show. Um, But it is a little weird. Some of the mechanics, I like the combat. The combat's cool. It's not like just spamming a button. You have to like analyze your like the the enemy that you're fighting and then you have to use a specific sword, but then you have to use a specific style of sword play to fit to kind of like kind of like a rock paper scissors thing because there's like strong style uh fast style and then there's uh i think it's called like wolf cat and griffin and the griffin style is you're pretty much just swinging your sword across like to get multiple enemies at once which i think is kind of hilarious but like the the footwork is awesome it's you're not just like some care like some some character just going like this they 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 did some research and did some full budget on the movement of Geralt, um, but the world is very gray. The monsters are monsters are scary. You have to like solve a bunch of mysteries and whatnot. So it's, you're doing less witchering because the game starts you off with the classic story of, oh, you lost your memories, so you have to deal with that, and you have to traverse the world as you as you gain your memories back. So it's just a pretty cliche uh kind of narrative but for the time it was pretty popping so uh that's what i've been playing some interesting games not something i would always play but uh something i kind of want to invest in so nice and just fyi on how to beat.com if you want to do the dlc it's about 46 hours cool what for a dlc yeah they put full games full games into the for dlcs Okay. Wow. That's awesome. Very nice. Now going to you, Papa. What have you been playing? Well, I was really, really sick for a while with COVID, unfortunately. And um, I hate it when you're so sick that you can't play video games. It was so bad. It was awful. 
Um, but the little bit that I was able to play, I did play some Pokemon Brilliant Diamond yesterday. I finally started streaming again. And um, I've been breeding um, Dratini because I want to get a perfect um, all six IV Dragonite. And I'm getting very close to that. Taz was very kind to let me <laughs> borrow. Thank you <laughs> Sounds for saying weird. borrow because I did not give you anything borrow um his shiny perfect stat uh ditto from italy italian ditto yeah 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 you're uh, you're you're ditto sitting for me i'm ditto sitting it's yeah you're kind of like a pimp a little bit you're letting (laughs) me use your ditto anyway it's 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 working out so we're getting we're getting there um so I'm doing that, and then the rest of my team, I'm just working on leveling them up to level 100 so that I can take them to the battle tower and use those bottle caps to get them um, better stats. So, uh, yeah, that's the journey right now um, in Pokemon, and I'll just keep doing that until um, Arceus comes out uh, in two weeks. So that's exciting. Yeah. Did you see the uh the 13 minute long gameplay trailer? No, I haven't. Oh, I need to look awesome. at it. Awesome. Yeah, oof. So I'm 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 like scared to look at gameplay and stuff cuz I kind of want it to be a surprise and I kind of want to experience it when it happens and I don't want to mm. make judgments and like I don't know. You know what I mean like or get excited about things or I'm I'm not I, sure. I, I totally understand that because like I've been following Biomutant for so long, studying all the gameplay and stuff for it to feel different than if I had like what you're doing, going into it blind a little bit. Mm -hmm. I think. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, So aside from that, I uh, did get to play a game that I have had on my list for a while. um, The Wild at Heart. And um, it's. It's great. It is um, by Humble Games and developed by uh, Moonlight Kids. And we uh, interviewed one of the developers of this game at PAX because they were part of the PAX 10. And um, that was really great. That's on our website. Um, And yeah, basically, uh, I've only played like the first hour, but you you play as this kid who is like, fleeing from home he's like running away from home and he finds himself in these woods and there's like these cute little sprightling guardians that help you out and they're like little pikmin kind of and you like throw them at things and they like help you with various tasks and they're so freaking cute and the graphics are like storybook style, which is super fun. And I'm just I'm loving it a lot. Um I never play the Pikmin games at all. Um but I do like the idea of having like a little like squad, hashtag squad <laughs> of little like cute creatures that you throw at things and that skull bash everything for you. <laughs> yeah. So uh loving the wild at heart. Um yeah, I think I'm gonna put the link to our interview with uh Ankit, who is uh, one of the programmers um on uh in our chat and that was Bertuzak who um got to interview him and um it's a it's a great interview so if you want to learn more about that uh I will post it shortly so those are my two games that I've been that I've been playing that I was able to play in the last couple days um when I was sick I just didn't play 
any vid- video games at all. Um, I mostly, I don't know, was sleeping and then also started watching The Bachelorette like randomly, which is very unlike me, but didn't have any energy. So I was like, I need some trash TV right now. <laughs> there you go. That's me. Hope we're glad that you are feeling better. Me too. The thing that's been around for the last two years now isn't the best. Did you have any symptoms? Like, Yeah, like I, so I actually, I, okay, I live with chronic illness. And so, um, like when you have chronic illness, you always blame everything on your chronic illness. So, um, I had, I, I suffer from, um, hypersomnia. And so I was like exhausted. I was super dizzy. Um, I just like couldn't get up. It was so weird. And I was just like, oh, it's just like a flare up of this or it's it's that or whatever. Um, and I would have these awful like headaches. And um, I finally uh, actually it was it was Alex, my husband, Alex, who went in and um, got a test and he came back positive for covid. And I was like, of course, of course it's that. Like I was so sick. I remember saying to Taz, like, this is the most sick I've ever been. Like I just couldn't get up. I had a fever. And the whole smelling and tasting thing, it did happen to me. Like things smelled so different than what they actually were. And it just never occurred to me because I don't know, COVID has not seemed real at all. Like, I mean, I've heard of people who have it and I've read stories and I know people who have like died from it and I've heard about it, but it's been in the peripheral for so long. And then to actually have it, I don't know. You always think it wouldn't happen to me, right? <laughs> right. Come on. Yes, it did. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, symptoms. It was uh, it was bad. And I went to the doctor day 10 and I think it was day 10 and got a got a test at day 10 and I came back positive and the doctor was like, this new Omicron like virus strain is crazy because we never saw this before. The fact that you have so much of the virus in you that you're still testing positive on our like tests is amazing. So be careful, you guys wash your hands, stay inside. Just don't go anywhere. Just live under a rock. Okay. Just, just wait it out. (laughs) I don't know. Do something. Play a few games. Hey, Hey. You can't get COVID from video games. Fun nah. fact. As long as you buy them digitally, don't go, don't go to GameStop or anything. Don't go oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Although those AAA games, I think you might be able to get COVID from them. So maybe just stick to the indies just to be safe. <laughs> they never distorted us wrong at all. <laughs> yep, never. <laughs> well, thank you both for, again, sharing the games you've been playing. And we'll be right back with question of the week see you there And welcome back to the Game Raven Review Podcast with our question of the week. In our Discord every day, we ask a question of the 
day and we pull one of those questions out to ask for the podcast, aka question of the week. And since this is our first podcast for 2022, I decided to pull one that is, what are some of the intentions, aka resolutions, for 2022? And because we have a special answer from Taz, we're going to start with Taz. Taz, do you have a resolution? I do not. And Taz, why don't you have a resolution? I don't believe in New Year's resolutions. Time is just an endless cycle of, oh, I'm going to do this. Like, you ever, I, okay, here we go. Ready? Like, I got a gym subscription, right? This is like 10 years ago. Uh, I'm going to hit the gym every, like, I, and I did it for like three weeks, right? First week, packed. Suckers, packed. Second week, a little less. And then third week, like a quarter of the people that I saw showed up. And this is, this is, and you know, science, you know, I did this at a consistent time every day. So why, why set yourself up for failure, right? Why set yourself for, oh, I'm going to do this better? Because when August comes around, you're not like, you're like, oh, okay, this sucks. I'm not doing this. This is lame. Just be you. Do what you want to do. Life's too short to like, oh, I'm going to do this now. Nah, nah, just do the thing. Just do just do or do not do the thing. That's your choice. So if anything, my news resolution is to not have a news resolution because of that I can succeed at. Okay, I think that's reasonable. I do. Thanks. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, <laughs> I, I have uh, in in relation to what you just said, Taz. Um, I have uh, a few pagan friends, and in um, in their practice, they do intentions with the, the new moon. I think it's the new moon each time. And so that makes a little bit more sense to me because that's every month. And it's a shorter time span than like a whole year. So what they do is like they write their intentions for that uh, cycle, that moon cycle. Um, and so I, I feel like that's a lot more doable. And I, I feel like I've I've heard, you know, advice and stuff about how if you have a goal, it's so much better to like um, split it up into smaller pieces that you can chew on. And, um, you know, those making those small goals for yourself will actually be far more like achievable um, and make a bigger difference than if you have this giant goal for the entire year. Um, which doesn't mean that you can't have a big goal for the entire year. Um, but I think there's a lot of wisdom in in their practice of just like, you know, each month you just check in with yourself and like, what what is your intention for this month? And what do you hope to achieve? And um, it's not quite like a resolution type thing. But anyway, so I totally see what you're saying, Taz. And there is a lot of science to back up how <laughs> New Year's resolutions don't work. Um, for some people they do though, like psychology does tell us that, um, or show us that like, if you make a resolution and you have a date that's significant to you, you are more likely to keep that, um, promise to yourself than you would if you just randomly one day just decided to start something, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but everybody's different and it doesn't work out for everybody. Um, yeah. So as for me and my... <laughs> In my resolution for this year, I have all kinds of like goals, small goals and big goals for Game Raven, but I won't talk about those. I will talk about my own personal ones. Um, my goal this year is to um, stream more. 
And I know a lot of small streamers say that, but like, I really, I really do want to spend more time on Twitch and with my community and to build my community. And I have a really wonderful people that I get to hang out with, um, you know, almost every day at this point. And I just want to give more time to that and play more games. Uh, I don't really have like a set number or anything. I, I don't work well if I have like a number that I'm stressing about making. I think I'm just like, in general, I just want to spend more time streaming and hanging out with, with people that I, I really enjoy um, on Twitch. So that's me. Also respectable. Um, I, I, I see what Taz, like, I understand what Taz says. Again, that's always like a story you see on like the Reddits and things. It's like, you know, person who starts the year off, like, I'm going to lose weight, I'm going to lose this to go to the gym. And then by March, that's gone, you know, like, and I get that. Like to me, if you can start it today, start it today. Or like Puppet said, having smaller goals of I'm going to work out at least, you know, 10 minutes a day or do whatever for the month and see how that goes. Like to me, having those smaller, I'm saying achievable, because I think that's, I don't know, smaller achievable things, right? Like the commitment to I'm going to do this for the entire year is a big thing to try to swallow at once. While just saying, you know what, for the month of February, you know, the shortest month we have, you know, I'm going to go walking every day. Like maybe not even for that long. You know, let me do it for like, Again, 10 minutes a day, and let's see how that goes for me. You know, I'm going to cut out sodas, because soda is the devil, even though it's so delicious. Um, <laughs> for me, oh, man, it's wanting to start my own podcast back up again. I have opinions on things. I have seen things. It's just my connection to that podcast was roughly through someone else, and me and that someone else are no longer in that kind of relationship so it's i don't know not my mind i guess deviates from what i want it to be and then i just don't do it again and then i get lazy and then i just say like oh i'll do it tomorrow i'll do it tomorrow you know i'll reschedule the podcast from friday to monday so i'll have the weekends to do it and then i just never get around to doing it um but hopefully the sam said it podcast will live again in 2022 I got like the Spotify wrap up of like, you gained these many people the past year. I'm like, I could have done so much more. Like I, I could have done so many different podcasts, but I sadly just never got around to it. So hopefully this year I can focus my mind better to get back to again, podcasting that podcast as well. We'll see. Yeah. This is our 50th episode. You guys, I just realized. That's yeah. amazing. And I think like with podcasts, it's so interesting, like the synergy or like the like the relationship that you feel with everybody on the podcast is like so important. And I think that's why we've done so well is because I don't know. I like you guys. You guys seem to like me like we we have a good thing going. That's awesome. But your your podcast is just you. And that's so much work. Like that's that's admirable, like to have as much as you've done, you know, on your own. That's amazing, Sam. So I'm rooting for you. I can't wait because <laughs> I love hearing your opinions. So um, definitely subscribe to Sam Said It, y'all. Yes. Taz, can you post a link <laughs> to his podcast? <laughs> yeah. Yes, do it. Also, I'm on all the things, the Spotify, the Apple Podcasts, the 
Google Podcast. Who uses Google Podcast? Sure. No. Google Podcast. Um, how much other uh, random ones? I'm sadly not on Stitcher, which is a podcast app I used to use back in the day. Oh. Never wanted me. Oh, but yes. So that has been question of the week. And if you would like to answer questions like this, please join our Discord. If you go to GameRavenReview.com, a link to our Discord will be right there for you. And we'll be right back with our main segment. See you there. Welcome back to the Game Raven Review Podcast with our main topic. You know, it's the games that are coming out very soon in the first quarter of 2022. And just kind of, you know, seeing if this is something that will, again, tickle you guys' fancy. Maybe you want to pick up those games. And once you join our Discord, you'll be like, oh my God, Puppet, that game you mentioned is so awesome. So great. Thank you. Um, but we're going to go around. I sadly only have one game that's coming out in the first quarter because all my games are like to be determined or just the summer. So when the summer preview comes out, I'll be overly prepared. But as of right now, I only have the one game, and it's a game that some people might remember from like, I think it was 2017 when the first game came out, called the Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe. That was amazing. I loved that. <laughs> it's so honest. <laughs> and that's why I love their humor, right? Like that... Again, if you watching on the Twitch, again, we just showed the trailer of where has the Stanley Parable been? As they mentioned, the Ultra Deluxe was originally supposed to come out in 2019, and then 2020, and then kind of just went away for a year, probably because of pandemic. And now it's coming out, I guess, first quarter of 2022. Um, and if you don't know anything about, again, the Stanley Parable, Again, I love their little thing on, on Steam. From the liars who promised you the award-winning indie game, The Stanley Parable, comes The Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe, which again, I again, them, them, them just being honest, right? Like, I'm sure someone flipped the table of this being delayed for three years, but I appreciate them just pointing at and saying, we made mistakes, we apologize. Um, and again, The Ultra Deluxe is going to be an enhanced edition of the original game. Also, also, if you wanted to play the original game and also want to get this version, the original game is free if you purchase the Ultra Edition. Because they are technically different. As one of their um, blurbs says here, that they are a pseudo-sequel. So it's not directly being the same thing. It is going to have a different different endings, different like different dialogue, which, again, first thing in Parable is the main stake of that game, is its dialogue the narrator as you heard in the trailer is just again he's funny he's that dry british humor man with accent humor probably from europe like he has that dry delivery that to me is overly funny i love the sarcasm of that game 
And from what I've been seeing, again, as they also stated, they will be coming to PC, PS4, Switch, Xbox One. So more than likely, if you have the newer consoles, you can probably buy those on those as well. But definitely something that I am looking forward to. And also, this is developed and published by Crows, 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 the cousins of Ravens. Um, and again, I, I look forward to this game. I love the humor of this. And again, I can't wait. Next, we are going to go to Puppet. Puppet, what is your first game? My first game is uh, The Patagonians. And there is a demo available on Steam. Um, and it is solo developed by RD, RDV Games. Um, it's a 2D horror adventure game, and it's inspired by Silent Hill. Um, and in the game, what drew me to it, actually, is that you only have a minimum amount of weapons at your disposal. So it's very scarce. Um, and you you face like all of these different dangers, um, like giant spiders that you see in the trailer. And um, each of the monsters has a very unique design and behavior to it. So there's no patterns that you can really like follow, uh, which is super interesting to me. Um, and the basically the main character has to pass a bunch of tests that are prepared for him. So there's like a puzzle aspect to it. Um, and he is on this journey to save his uh, his child. I think it's his daughter who's missing. Um, and another thing that drew me to this game was the graphics. The graphics are, uh, it's like this really unique 2D style, um, that I haven't, I haven't seen very often, um, that I really like a lot. And it, it has such a wonderfully dark, um, atmosphere to it. And, you know, I like my, my spooky games. So, um, yeah, this is the Patagonians, um, and it's set to release on Steam, uh, sometime in 2022. I know we're talking about winter, but um, it, it's it been around, I think, for a little bit here. So I'm keeping my fingers crossed that it's coming out uh, here soon, but it's just as 2022 right now. There you go. Thank you, Puppet. And Taz, what is your first game that you will be showing? A game I'm looking for is Bear and Breakfast, a tiny little or a little indie game. Um, pretty much about a bear kind of running the show, running in the forest and doing stuff. Um, kind of has a a cozy feel to it um and it's i don't know too much about the crafting situation um but it's supposed to be a laid back it's supposed to be a laid back management adventure game and uh, i don't think the bear has a name yet but he's a well-meaning bear oh no i think his name is hank excuse me his name is hank trying to run a and b in the woods for all your little critter friends and whatnot um whilst like the like it prefaced uh, avoid humans and kind of avoid more evil creatures that really don't want your small business to succeed um but you also uh get to looks like like a full customization in terms of placing like outhouses and ovens and things like that so it's it's you're you're running this sucker so you got to be able to um fulfill needs you know the game the game it does not have a lot of details in terms of how things will be if you'll have different animals different creatures having different needs based on their animal type that'd be fun or like kind of what their favorite food is or whatever kind of aesthetic they like i'm not sure um but uh i love how simple like the your your bear looks 
it's just it, it it's like not an overly complex like system it kind of has like kind of like a, a camera angle like um don't starve or don't starve together um the kind of that feel to it um you can put on little 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 customization for your bear some hats some some cargo shorts things like that um and there is a story that you can there is interaction and events happening and this game is uh developed by um gummy cat and gummy cat studio on uh the Unity engine published by Armor Games. Um, the initial release date was supposed to be 2021, but most likely due to circumstances, um, it got pushed forward a little bit. It does not have, it's, this is one of the games that I have that is a, a 22, 2022 release date. Um, so hopefully maybe earlier this year, but if that's okay, I might bring this up for a spring or a summer preview. Who knows? Um, but uh, it'll be available on the Switch and Steam. And I think that's, excuse me, yeah. Uh, PC and the Nintendo Switch. Yes, I've had my eye on this one for a while because I love the coziness, but there's also like that spooky aspect to it. This like mystery of like, you know, the the outsiders that don't want you to succeed. So yeah, I'm very excited. And I was bummed when they pushed back the the release. But um yeah, and I think we've talked about that game before here on the podcast. Um so yay. Good choice, Taz. And Papa, what is your second game? Okay, so my second game is called Stray, and it's a third-person cat adventure game. So obviously I'm excited for it. Um, And I think, uh, again, I might have mentioned it before here on the podcast, but um, its it's, uh, setting is in this, like, uh, the city, and a lot of it is just lit by these like neon lights and it's uh in this decaying cyber city and you play as this cat and you roam around and you defend against threats and you solve different mysteries and the city is uh inhabited by these unassuming droids um but also like dangerous creatures too and um you are this cat that is so beautifully well done um i they must have used some kind of like motion capture or something on a cat because because the movements and everything are so spot on um i would love to know more about how they developed that part um it's yeah it's just amazing um but basically you're just like this little cat that's like stealthy and you're nimble and you're silly and they say that you're sometimes um very annoying to the inhabitants of this world so that's funny and along the way uh you um you befriend this little cute flying drone also known as b12 and um they help you work your way out of the city um and it was developed by blue 12 studio which is a super small team in the south of france and they say it's mostly made up of cats and a handful of humans um and it's coming to steam and playstation in 2022 so stoked for this ah i'm so excited for it um the graphics are just amazing and the story looks interesting and it's just amazing to me how such a small team can put something like that together so there you go that's my cat one it looks really good i love the dark atmosphere but like there's so many cute little things in there too and let's go back to Taz. Taz, what is your second game? My second game that I'm looking forward to early 2022 is a game called Sifu. It actually comes out uh, February 8th, 2022 uh, for PlayStation 4, 5, and Windows, uh, specifically Epic Games. Um, developed by uh, Slow Clap, published by Slow Clap with, along with uh, Microids. Um, so this game, so Slow Clap 
developed um how what did what was game, what game was that oh uh developed absolver which was a pretty popular game uh, a couple years back it was this kind of free-flowing um martial arts game so there is a a theme in their developing so sifu you play as um uh you know the main character every time he dies he ages but then he gets stronger so it's like the older you are the stronger you get um i don't know too much on the story um but they really uh made sure that combat was like perfect and essential and just like felt clean and felt and like i played absolver way back when and there's you fight npcs along and as well as like you can do uh pvp with online people um and the combat from and it you know, looks like they took a similar formula to make it even better in sifu uh because you can feel and see like like uh hits going on to you from you um you got a, a nice like hallway you know one versus like 20 people um type deal um but i'm curious to see uh what kind i haven't looked at any more information on it i kind of want to in this one specifically i definitely want to go into it um blind uh because i loved i love like martial arts stuff i kind of grew up watching kung fu movies and like it's just it's just fun to watch it's cool it's it, man like yeah it's just it's just it's just cool man so having this game come out um would really be kind of like a i wouldn't say it'd be a game changer for the for combat for martial arts combat in in gaming however the concept is cool right by having a character that oh dead but I don't have to start over from a checkpoint. I just age, but I'm stronger now. So let's go. Let's just let's run it again. Here we go. Keep going. Um, so I'm just curious to see what the story really entails and how you get your powers or like what like what ancient ability is this? Um, so, yeah, it's coming out in less than a month, February 8th. Um, yeah. It's very cool. I I uh, I know we're going to have a podcast up here soon. Um, about age in gaming. And that's an interesting comment uh, concept of if you are older you're stronger because generally in games and in media and stuff it's like the older you are if you're like an older individual you're weaker and the the young are strong so uh i really that's that's so cool um that in that martial arts setting um the older and the wiser you are the stronger you are um i don't think we see that very often so mm-hmm. yeah i think it's a more of a trope of i guess what they're going for like the martial artist who's you know aged you know as long as he's been around that is more polished versus like the young whippersnapper who is just coming in so you have what we like to call old man strength that i can't maybe fight for 15 hours like i used to but i'm more polished in my strikes mm-hmm. i know better now how to use my body versus when i was you know or something i'm just striking all the way around but now i more precise i know what i can do and how to take you down versus you know the, the 20 year old who's in that hallway who's like number 19 of 20 that for some reason still wants to throw hands even though i beat the other 18 people in front of him it's like i'm, I'm the one i can do it because I'm number 19 of the 20 people that are in this hallway that got knocked down and for some reason <laughs> I, I can i'm the special one here who can finally take out this old man? Oh wait! I, I have, oh wait! Hold up! I've been foolish in my reasoning. 
that is my favorite like martial art trope in like you see it in daredevil there's a korean movie that has that like a one sh- one take um and then this is just like a like a a lot a hallway of of people and yeah when you said uh you're like the 19th of the 20 you're like ah he won't get to me and then like oh crap <laughs> oh no like i specifically st- stood back here to not fight <laughs> oh wow <laughs> well guess i have to throw hands now <laughs> well but no, I uh, seafood was also a game that I am looking forward to. Again, when I first saw it, I was like, that's I like fighting. Like again, it's like, hey, you want to do Batman, just not have to do the Batman things? Like, yeah. 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 I don't need like I don't need a stealth game. Just give me hands the game. I just want <laughs> to throw hands at the person next to me. You know, probably have a few boss battles because in that tree you kinda have to see like another weathered person there mm-hmm. who's probably older than you are. I'm like, yeah, okay, I want to do that. Like I'm I'm like, I'm here for this game. If it has no story, I'm also okay with that. Like, mm-hmm. as long as I'm having fun with it, yeah. cool. Like, it's a kung fu movie that's made into a game. Like, I, what is it? I don't know. I got to get my son back, I guess. <laughs> it's like, all right, sure. Like, let's right. let's make that a story. I don't really, don't really need it. But I guess yeah. for everything I've seen, February is going to be a good month. And I very much looking forward to seeing Sifu and hopefully it being a really good game. yeah yeah no i'm I'm pretty pretty stoked uh if it's anything like absolver it might have like uh like specific stances like kind of rock paper scissors type gameplay because that's what absolver was um but uh oh, what did you say you said something um oh yeah in the trailer we just watched here on stream exclusively for on 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 the on the on the streams um he looked like he just kind of went into it it doesn't look like oh like i need to find my wife kid sensei whatever it's like all right i'm just i'm just gonna fight some people let's just do it you guys, you guys look you're doing something illegal okay. <laughs> i don't need a reason but you man why are you guys congregating over here huh yeah mm-hmm. you look like you're uh you're 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 doing you're doing a uh, very minor crime like loitering you better uh Better, better put up your hands there. <laughs> the scene where they're like in the nightclub or whatever. It's like that's that's a classic. Like I'm having a fight scene in a in nightclub with the in the background. <laughs> Freaking love that man. Oh, it's like okay. It like it probably is some organization that is again untoward, yeah. and it's like yeah, okay. I guess maybe they are giving like drugs to kids or something. It's like, I guess he has a motivation besides, I just feel like it. Like I, <laughs> it's Tuesday. What do you want me to do? Yeah. This is kind of imagine. It's like, Oh, you're giving drugs to kids. It's like, yeah, we're giving medicine to sick children. Nope, drugs. You said drugs. You said drugs. Guys, for one. <laughs> oh, sorry. Miscommunication. I heard drugs and my bad. That's on me. I started hitting that nurse. And then I was like, wait, oh, these are just regular people. Oh. Wait, these are these are doctors and nurses. <laughs> Whoops. He's a doctor. He can fix himself up. That's <laughs> well, yeah, I can't wait for that one as well. Uh, Puppet, you have one last game. What is your last game you'd like to show us? Okay, my last game is Nedge, and it is gorgeous. Um, and it's a poetic adventure in which you follow this uh, little dog and this person. Um, and you just watch their friendship develop and it's just adorable. And it's set in this like snowy forest. Um, and you are obviously it's a game. So there's like a looming threat of some sort and you're trying to avoid it. Um, and it is mostly black and white with some color. It's just beautifully done. Um, it's hand drawn graphics and the soundtrack is original. 
it's just gorgeous. Um, lots of piano, some some cello in there. Um, and I can already tell it's going to be highly emotional. So uh, I'm getting my my tissue boxes ready for this one. I'm very excited about it. Um, and, you know, there's all kinds of different things. There's little puzzles. There's some combat. There's some mini games. And it sounds like it, it it's a really full game um, as you go through this emotional journey with this dog and this person. Um, and it's developed by Ben Laga, and uh, they're from uh, Belgium. So it's set to release here on Steam, uh, quarter one of 2022. There you go. There's my last game. Out of all the trailers, that one looks like a crier. And I swear to God, that was that was God you just met at the end there. Holy crap. That took you on a journey. You're like, oh, you're playing a field. You're playing fetch with your dog. You're getting chased by dudes with rifles. You're sneaking around, and God is just looking at you. What also, the hell? Bold prediction. That dog's not going to make it. Bold prediction. Ah, uh, I know. Or, or dog. Even worse, worse. You don't make it, but we see oh. still. We we're still playing the game, and the dog is just left alone. <laughs> I know, right? Dog, That's why I said dog. tissue boxes at tissue the ready. <laughs> so, thank you both for joining me this week, and thank you for the games that you have given us to look into. And again, if any of these fit your fancy again links in the descriptions below please go and check them out um i have been your host sam of the game rave review podcast you can find me on all social media under sam said it dfw taz where can you be found uh yes you can find me at taz t devil three on all the social meds i do stream for the game raven review twitch channel uh, it's been so long. What do, when do I do? I think I do it on Monday nights. I don't remember. Yeah, Mondays. Yeah, Monday nights. Uh, eight eight p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Is it eight, man? Seven p.m. <laughs> Seven p.m. It's been, I haven't done this in it's forever. Been, you man. know what? It's been, it's been, been quite the holiday season. Like we're just trying to get back into it, so it's all good. Yeah, Seven yeah. p.m. Mondays. Thank you, thank, thank you, puppet. I really appreciate it. Seven yeah. p.m. Mondays. Uh, first. First one of the year tomorrow night, so please feel free to join me there. No idea what I'm playing. It's going to be a surprise. It's always a surprise to not only you, but to myself as well. So there you go. Right, and Puppet. I'm Puppet Master N. That's Puppet Master E-N. And you can find me on all the socials uh, under that name. And then I'm also on Twitch. Again, I have returned. My uh, schedule is slightly different than it was. Uh, I now stream a little bit longer and... I stream from 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. Uh, Tuesday through Saturday, Pacific time. So come see me. I stream so many indies and uh, occasionally some Pokemon. So that's pretty fun. So that's me. And as always, you can find us on Twitter and Twitch at Game Raven Review. And also go to our website, GameRavenReview.com with a link to our Discord at the very top there for you. Thank you for listening to the podcast once more and have a fantastic week. Until next time, goodbye. Game, game.